Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome back in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. It's a brand new week. Randy, I know we're going to have a lot of good conversation today. So if you're tuning in, first-time listener, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you. If you are listening online via podcast, I know a lot of folks out there are listening, whether it be uh, iTunes or SoundCloud, Stitcher, Whatever works your best or suits your fancy, I guess is what they used to say. Uh, appreciate you tuning in each and every week. Brand new show coming at you with some motivational stuff, financial information, insight, uh, and, and really a lot of great interviews from time to time. Randy, we got a good interview coming on today, and the gentleman's name is Peter Greenlaw. I was just out there. Unfortunately, I was running uh, my 300,000-mile marathon, so I wasn't <laughs> able to do the interview. <laughs> okay. Kenny, of course. Yeah. Out of pocket. Actually, my son was at a tech camp, uh, and I was kind of out of pocket there with him. as a tech camp from MIT building video games. Kind of fun. So Randy yeah. did all the heavy lifting here, and we're going to hear that interview a little bit later. It's going to talk about how nutritional value uh, in food, in the food that we eat today, how that nutritional value has changed. It's a big, big thing, and you don't want to miss that. By the way, if you want to catch up to us or see what's going on or leave a comment, get back to us at any point in time, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Maybe you're in a situation where you're listening and you've got a portfolio you want a second opinion on. Well, check us out there and see if you qualify and then reach out to us. You want to ask a question for us to cover on the show or you want to uh, just listen to previous shows. Again, go to leanonthewall.com. But you know, Randy, it's interesting to me as we talk today, we're going to talk about obviously that Peter in, uh, Greenline interview. Uh, I want to take a, a minute here in the beginning and talk about some motivational purpose as to why we do what we do and staying in our lane and the importance of that. Also talk about some financial pitfalls and the way things have changed. But I wanted to, I wanted to start out with some perspective. You know, it reminded me of a story of a gentleman and he was driving on the road. And Randy, this guy, when he was driving on the road, let's just say he wasn't driving straight, okay? Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> and so what happened is uh, the police officer pulled him over. Well, the police officer immediately took him to night court. And they're there in night court, and the judge is presiding, and the judge is there, steps up and says, um, okay, fella, I'm going to ask you to do a few things, and uh, if you could just follow along, that would be appreciated. And so the, the gentleman is there, and he's like, okay, well, like what? He's like, so the judge says, well, do me a favor and raise your hands above your head. And the fellow says, well, I can't do that. And the judge says, well, why not? The fellow says, well, because I had a ski accident. I, I injured myself in a skiing accident. And the judge says, okay. Uh, the judge says, okay, so what I need you to do is I need you to turn your head left to right. I need you to turn your head left to right. And uh, the fellow says, I, I can't do that. And the judge says, well, why not? And he says, because I injured myself in a diving accident. And the judge says, okay. So what I need you to do is I need you to just stand on one foot. And the gentleman says, well, I, I can't do that. And the judge says, well, why can't you do that? And the guy says, because I'm drunk. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the judge says, all right, well, that's enough of this. He's like, that'll be $1,000 or 90 days. Which will you choose? And the guy says, well, I'll take the $1,000. <laughs> so needless to say, he had a uh, you know very excited perspective in life. Now, I'm not condoning that you go live like that, but it's interesting how you know some people just see life, Randy, and they just see it with the glass half full. And others see life, and it's just half empty all the time. Have you noticed that? Sure, absolutely. My wife it, gets after me for that a little bit here and there. <laughs> it, it really, you know, it, it's true. You got to, positive is, is very, very important. And, you know, that's why as I, as I wanted to just take a minute and share with you as you're listening to this, I wanted to ask you in your own life, why? You say, Mike, why what? 
Well, my question is why? Why do you do what you do? Why do you get up every day? If you work a particular job and you don't love your job or you're not in really your wheelhouse or you feel like there's more for you in life, why do you do what you do each and every day? And, and by the way, what are you doing now to plant seeds to prepare a harvest for tomorrow? Because if you're not doing what you want to do long term, the only way to get there is by planting the seeds to get you there. It's just not going to happen uh, in general. I remember what Zig Ziglar used to say. He talked about the ideas of, of people being a wandering generality. And, you know, Randy, as I was thinking about this, I thought about the fact that as we live life, you know, everybody's heard of the Kentucky Derby, right? You go there, you wear your big hat and, you know, you wear all your exciting stuff. And it's a big event every year. And, you know, obviously down here in Florida where we're in uh, Wellington, it's polo country and there's polo season. Uh, a lot of horses come in and, re- you know, all the stuff that goes on with that really, really great time. But one of the things that I thought out in particular was a racehorse. You know, a racehorse is in a situation where they have blinders on. Now, I don't know if you've ever really thought about this, but as you listen to this, you say, why does a racehorse have blinders on? You may already know the reason they have a, a blinders on. And Randy, I know you're a horse expert, right? So, you know, they have blinders on because... You want to make sure that they're focused straight ahead and they're not distracted. Not distracted, right? So at the end of the day, we know that, okay? So that way the horse is focused on where it's going, not what's around them. And sometimes in life, you know, we're in a place where, or you're in a place where you know that you're supposed to be doing more than you are, but you allow yourself to get distracted by things around you. I know I've experienced that in times past. And that's why what you eat, what you drink, what you take in mentally, what you listen to, the friends you hang out with, the type of interaction you have, you know, whether you allow negative thoughts to rest on your mind or not, all plays in to where you go in life. You know, you are where you are today because of a collection or uh, really a collection of small choices and decisions that have been made over the years. And I think, Randy, that's just something that unfortunately in life, you know, people walk through life as a wandering generality, like that pinball in the pinball machine. Maybe it'll bounce off this bumper. Maybe it'll bounce off this bumper. And they're not really going through as a meaningful, specific Very, very important to figure out what you want, what that looks like, and work towards it. And you say, well, gee, Mike, you know what? Okay, I know what I want to do, but what if it takes me five or ten years to get there? I'll be five or ten years. Well, I guess the question is, well, how old will you be in five or ten years if you don't strive to work towards your goal? (laughs) So let's, let's make an effort to think about the why in all that we do. Do you remember back in the day where they used to take out advertisements in newspapers and magazines and stuff like that. I'm looking at one right now, and it says, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's funny. I love that. It's like, wait a minute here, you know? And then there was another advertisement with this picture of this baby. Now, get it. Get this in your mind. You got a little picture of this baby. On the left side, it says, before you scold me, Mom, maybe you'd better light up a Marlboro. (laughs) Now, these are advertisements that were um, printed years and years ago, and it's interesting how things change over the years, and obviously people of that time and of the culture just absorbed that and said, yeah, we're going to do it, because they just follow what they see, and sometimes we know, Randy, we don't necessarily want to just follow the crowds, do we? Oh, I think that's true, Michael, especially when it comes to investing. Everybody is looking for that one thing out there that maybe not everybody else is doing, but there are a certain amount of people that are having success with it. And I think that's important. You know, I want to talk next segment a little bit about uh, the idea of investing differently. And uh, as you're listening to this, you know, if you're in a situation where you have a substantial portfolio um, or, you know, or or even you're just starting. Now, this is probably going to be more tuned into folks here this next segment for folks who do have larger portfolios. But we want to talk about the idea of the household endowment model. I've talked and touched on this a little bit before. But do you know, just as an example, in the year 2015, right, which is just a couple years ago, Randy, the year 2015, that year alone, the S&P 500 averaged 1.2% for the year. It made 1.2% for the year. Yale Endowments Model made 11.5%. Wow. Princeton made 12.7%. And MIT made 13.2%. So there's some strategy and structure that we implement that mimics some of that house that endowment we call it the household endowment model we're going to talk about that in more next segment folks you're not going to want to miss it so hang around we'll be back right after this hey folks it's michael wall here just wanted to share a quick thought 
on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Find out more at leanonthewall.com. Well, in our first segment there, Michael, you were talking about why we do what we do and staying in our lane. And you talked about horses having the blinders on, you know, having the focus just forward and not being distracted. But at the same time, don't you think that people are kind of looking for things when it comes to the investing world that they can you know, find out more about that maybe not everybody is doing. We're always looking for people to have successes. You mentioned that endowment model just a little bit earlier there, and I'm sure people want to find out a little bit more about that. Well, you're exactly right, Randy. And it's something that is, uh, you know, kind of we'll call it a lesser known phenomenon. And in relation to blinders on, you know, in particular, as as you're listening to this, kind of what I'm talking about there is really understanding, you know, if, if you want to grow a business, focus on that. If you want to if you want to grow your portfolio, are you in a place where you're focusing or with a, a firm or an organization that focuses specifically on your needs now? You know, we talked about those advertisements uh, back in the day and how th- obviously just things have changed over the years. What's socially acceptable or not socially acceptable, all these things. And one of the things that I know is investing changes. Well, the needs in retirement are different. You just like life changes, the way our clothes fit, the doctors we need, the food that we eat that gives us indigestion that didn't give us indigestion. I mean, there's so many things that change. And yet, Randy, a lot of times, you know, uh, we're in a situation, folks are in a situation, and we see that, where when people come in, we sit down for a private wealth review, just kind of have a second opinion, second set of eyes. What do we do, you know, in, in our uh, uh, family office structure as we help really families protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth? The household endowment model is something that is huge. And, and, and what I mean by that is looking at the array of investment opportunities. You know, a lot of times people are in there out there, you, you know, you're looking at investment opportunities and, and where do most of those opportunities come from? Well, one, it comes from maybe the advisor that you have. If you're self-managing, you're, you're researching on your own. Maybe you're reading Forbes or, uh, you know, Smart Money or you're, you're looking at CNBC or Fox or whatever it is, and you're looking at these ideas and these investments. Most of the time, most of the time, the investments that you're hearing about or you're seeing or that are kind of coming across your plate are uh, stocks, whether it be preferred or common, okay, stocks, uh, bonds, obviously, uh, annuities are uh, a title that is often mentioned, but there's so many other investments and so many other different types of alternatives. And I'll mention just a few here as an example. Managed futures are one. Uh, Global macro tactical are are another. Uh, There's... There are things like tactical currency managers. There are things like tax credit programs, uh, life settlement notes, a tactical income, Uh, you know, income, real estate and alternatives, business development companies. There's a variety of different things that we can invest in commodities and different rotation models. So there's a there's a, a manager right now, private equity as well, uh, different IPOs. So there's all of these different things that we can incorporate into portfolio. I'm looking at a pie chart right now that has roughly 25 different slices of pie. And that's really, really important. Because a lot of times when you're moving your portfolio towards retirement, you want something that is uh, focused on asset preservation first. 
And a lot of times when people think of alternatives or, or other structures, there can be a concern or worry, uh, Randy, that we're starting to talk about a greater amount of risk. Now, some of these investments, a lot of these investments are for accredited investors only, right? That means you got to have at least a million dollars in a uh, liquid net worth, investable net worth, whatever it may be. And by the way, that's why we have three divisions. We have the, the what we call the everyday client, which is a million and above. We have the private wealth division, which is 10 million and above. And then we have a professional athlete division. So those three divisions uh, are the clients we work with. And we have a very, very strict policy on how many clients we bring in every year. It's a very limited number and it's gotta be the right fit one to another. So we wanna make sure that we have a uh, low intake high service model, which is what we have done over the years, what we continue to do, but we want to be always bringing new ideas to the table for the families we work with and the new potential uh, clients that we're, we're working with and educating on what is out there. You know, what are we doing? You know, you might say tax credit program, b- b- bank structured notes, uh, tactical currency, you know, well, what is, I never heard of some of this stuff before. You know, what, what are, how, how should, should managed futures be a part of our portfolio or not? You know, a lot of these things that are done well, you're, you're in a place where a lot of the bigger managers, you're, you're in a spot where you need to have 10 to $15 million to even enter a portfolio. Well, the good news is about how we've structured and some of, uh, some of the wealth that we're managing over the years, we have allocation and connections where we can actually take that into a much lower number so we don't have to be that over-concentrated in one position. I say all that to say, as you're listening to this, if I'm sharing things that are new to you and you're not getting the level of service that you need and you're worried about where markets are going right now, you know, we're at all-time highs, and you're in a place where the answer that you're hearing from your current firm or manager is, you know what, just ride it out. We're in this for the long haul. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, in your own mind, I don't even have to tell you, you know that that answer is not okay with you. You are not okay with another ride it out scenario like you had in 2008. Think back to that, where you lost 20, 30, 40% of your own portfolio. Everything you've worked your entire life for. And now we're at market highs. And the words that you're hearing that is you're uncomfortable from your current situation, your current advisor, people that you're currently managing what you're doing. It's just, hey, we're in this for the long haul. We've diversified well. We're going to ride it out. We believe in our portfolio. That's not okay. What is okay is saying, what can we do to restructure to take monies off the table and not just go to cash and be in a situation where we're not going to make any money. What can we do to have alternative structures in play that can give us yield and give us opportunity year in and year out, regardless of market conditions? Randy, these are the kind of things that people really don't know about. And by the way, as you're listening to this, if you're in a situation where this is, is, is hitting kind of a, a nerve with you a little bit and you're saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm not comfortable. I'm going to challenge you to to take action for your own self. I can't guarantee that we are the right fit. I don't know that. We're 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 a very private firm. We're boutique fits. Got to be a tailored, the right approach. But I am going to challenge you to get some more information. And if you're in a situation where you qualify, I'm going to challenge you to go to leanonthewall.com, click the request your review, and contact us. Call eight 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 five one one wall eight 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 five one one nine two five five. And someone from our team will have a conversation with you and talk about whether or not it makes sense to sit down and have that private wealth review. Because, Randy, I think action, the only way you improve what you're doing is by taking action. And I'm a big believer that if we take action, we tune in, we do different things, we maximize what we're doing. It's, it's not just good for families in general. It's good for uh, cities. It's good for counties. It's good for states. It's good for the country as a whole because now we're in a place we are prepared and we're preparing in advance for things that we know are probably going to come, which is a significant market crash. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. And uh, I remember uh, seeing an interview one time with Robin Williams' mother. And uh, a lot of people said that Robin Williams was lucky in his career and, and his mother looked at the at the camera and she said there is no such thing as luck there's mm. preparation and there's opportunity and my son did both 
And I think that that is some very, very wise words is there is preparation and there's opportunity. And, and when you listen to a show like this, I think that all of us are looking to the future, wanting to prepare and looking for that right opportunity. This might be it. Find out more about Michael and go to our website. It's leanonthewall.com or as he said, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. Well, when someone says we're going to reduce the fat, does that mean to you we're going to cut jobs or does that mean to you you're going to cut some pounds or what is that mean to you? Well, Michael has a different take on reducing the fat, and we'll talk about it. Coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show. I'm Carolyn Ryan, a financial correspondent. And I'm Michael Wall, a financial author, advisor, and radio show host. You know, Michael's one of the area's leading financial advisors, and every Sunday morning, I get to interview him about things like Social Security, the stock market, and how to plan for retirement. You'll walk away with financial news and retirement tips you can apply to your own life. Watch the Sunday Morning Money Report every Sunday right before the CBS Sunday Morning News at 8.58. See you then. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. If you just tuned in, thanks for tuning in and spending a little time with us thinking about you, your future, your life, trying to live life with purpose, as Michael says. And Michael, we've been talking about different ways that we can improve our life, having good focus, not being distracted, having an an open mind to different new opportunities, a lot of different things to think about here this morning. A lot of things to think about. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, thoughts are great, action is is better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as you're listening to this, that, that is my biggest challenge. R- whether you're in a place, w- regardless of your need, second opinion on your portfolio, building a business, trying to get in better shape, you know, trying to be a better husband or a better wife, whatever your goal is, as you listen to this, action matters. You know, it's, it's been said before, we've all heard the thought and the idea that knowledge is power. I got to tell you, it's not. It's the application of knowledge is power. You can know everything in the world, but if you don't apply anything, it's, it's worthless information. My goal is to say, listen, let's just not listen week in and week out to new information. I mean, obviously, we want to we challenge you. We want to encourage you. We want to uplift you. We want to, as mentioned, our focus is really to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. But I want you to take action. I want you to go after it. I want you to be, I want you to be different tomorrow than you were today. The only way that happens is by you taking some action. And I think that's so crucial, Randy, in anything that we do in life. Well, you talk about taking action, Michael. We're going to have a guest coming in. Peter Greenlaw is going to be our guest. He's going to take some action on our diets and figuring out our food intake and how we can do a little bit better there. But uh, you were talking about reducing the fat when it comes to your finances in your portfolio. And uh, tell me how you're going to get about the, go about that. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, a lot of times when, when people hear the idea of reducing the fat, immediately they think about food, which obviously Peter's going to cover that in good detail uh, here in the next two segments. But in relation to the portfolio, you know, what I'm talking about there is the idea of a lot of times people are investing or you might be investing with a, a larger firm, okay? One of the big brand names that you've heard of. They built football stadiums. They're advertising on TV all the time. Uh, you see their name everywhere. They got the big buildings and all that stuff, whatever. Well, the interesting thing is, if you think about this, where is money coming from to pay for all that stuff? Well, it's coming, from the, it's coming from the clients, right? And there's nothing wrong with making money and having big buildings and all that stuff. But what happens is, it's interesting. I, I was having a conversation the other day with a lady, and she was talking about one of the larger firms in the country, financial firms, that were managing money. And I'm um, talking about how you know she had an advisor, and then their advisor had a manager, and then their manager had a vice president, and then the vice president had a, had a president, and then they had a chief investment officer, and then they had um, you know a janitor, and then they had a... <laughs> I'm getting there. But at the end of the day, it's like all of these layers of people and they all got to get paid. 
No wonder there's internal costs that you don't see. No wonder this whole fiduciary ruling and all of these things about being a fiduciary cause these companies. We talked about that, Randy, in a couple shows ago. Cause these companies to kind of say, well, geez, wait a minute. Now we got to show more and more of the fees that we're charging. What are we going to do here? And we've been a fiduciary since the beginning, basically. And so when you talk about reducing the fat in your portfolio specifically, what I'm talking about is taking a look at who you're with and what you're doing. How close are you uh, to the people that are actually making the, the decisions on your money? And that's one of the ways that we have been able to uh, bring in portfolios, Randy, in a lot of ways. Uh, when we build out a portfolio, a lot of times we build that portfolio and we bring it in, not always, but pretty close to under 1% total cost to the client on the entire portfolio for the year, and, and, and they, which is very reasonable for the level of value that they get, the value of return. A lot of times we see we're in a situation where we can actually reduce risk by sometimes as much as 50 to 60 to as much as 70% of the portfolio, give, give folks the opportunity or families the opportunity really to increase their opportunity and reduce their costs in a lot of ways. So reducing fat is important because listen, making money on your money is great, but fees are a part of that process. And we want to make sure that we're always looking for opportunity because you know, when there's new opportunities, when new things arise, we, we find ourselves in a place where we're encouraged. You know, I remember the thought, the idea is that if there's hope in the future, there is power in the present. And if we believe the future can be better, we will have power in the present. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to just swallow the thought that says we're just going to hang in there. We're just going to ride it out. Now, yes, investments are for a period of time. Yes, investments are, are def, you know looked at on, on a longer term perspective. But you don't have to necessarily be on the roller coaster of the markets and say, you know, I go up, I go down, I go up and I go down. You know, Randy, a question I, I like to ask families a lot of times when we sit down and just kind of do a, uh, a second review, in-depth review, private wealth review, really, and is, is this. And the question is, if the markets go up and you have a current someone helping you with your wealth, if the markets go up and you make money, uh, do you are you charged fees? Oh yeah. If the markets go down uh, and and you lose money, are you charged fees? Yes. If the market goes back up, you make money, you're charged fee. Yes. Market goes back down, you lose money, you're charged fee. Yeah. Okay. So th the question is, what is what currently are you receiving of value on your portfolio for the advice that you're paying for? That's a that's an important question you need to write down. What value are you receiving, really? Because, listen, you're smart enough to, to make money and lose money with the market all by yourself without paying fees. <laughs> so the question is, what are those fees for? Nobody's going to manage the money for free. I understand that. But what strategy, alternative, different thoughts have been brought to the table to help you improve what you're doing? That's my question. Again, I'm not suggesting that we're right for everyone here. Some of the some of you listening out there, uh, you know, we're going to be in a situation where a select few are probably the perfect fit for. You need to pick up the phone and give us a ring. We'll have a conversation. Others, we may not be the right fit, and that's okay. My goal is to challenge you to pay attention to what's going on and take action. And I think, Randy, that's the key, is making sure that when people go to leanonthewall.com and they find out what we're about and they look at some of the things that we're involved with, and they see some of the things that we've done over the years. And they say, okay, let me evaluate what I'm currently doing and what they're doing and why is that different? And I think that's where the conversation starts to think and happen in our own minds to say, okay, how can we change and do things differently? So again, as I'm, as I'm sharing this, my goal is for you to look at this and say, how can I maximize my overall future long-term? Not for my family, but for your family and for your family's family and for those grandkids and the grand, you know, grandkids to come and charities and nonprofits and all this stuff. Think about how much money we could give or could have given as a country to organizations and nonprofits that add value to people who really need help. If, if we would have just been a little bit more conscientious as a country and not lost 20, 30, 40% in portfolio values in 2008. Imagine if we just gave that money that we lost to nonprofits, how different this country would be today. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about challenging you to step up to the plate 
and, and make real decisions of where you are and where you want to go and whether or not what you're doing is going to get you to where you want to go. It's a question you got to ask yourself and really then make steps to change if you're not on that path. You're listening to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. You can find out more at leanonthewall.com. You can get a private wealth review. Give Michael a call. 888-511-WALL or 888-511-9255. We're going to talk next about making a difference in your life as far as your health, what you eat, and that overall picture. Peter Greenlaw is going to be our guest. He says, if you're eating breakfast cereal, you're better off eating the box. That's next on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Worried about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? I'm Michael Wall, president of three financial companies, radio show host, and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want the average investor to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. You can find us online at leanonthewall.com. And many times on the show, you've heard us bring in some very interesting people. We're very much into promoting a healthy lifestyle financially and otherwise. And today we're going to talk a little bit about, well, we're going to talk a lot about a healthy lifestyle when it comes to our diet and what we take in. And our guest today is Peter Greenlaw. You may have seen him on PBS. He's done lectures all over the world. He has a number of books and you can find him on online at petergreenlaw.com. Peter, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. It's good to have you here, and you have a very interesting approach. And I, as a person, as we were talking before we got on the radio here today, I'm a guy who's mentioned this on the radio. I lost 40 pounds over the last year, and then over the next year, I've been able to keep that weight off. So I'm always very interested to find out what people are doing to lose weight and become healthier. But as I look at this whole business of calorie counting, which is the way that I did it, this is not the way that people are successful. And even if they do it, Peter, according to you, that's not really the way to sustain a healthy body. Uh, that's absolutely correct. It's actually the antithesis of maintaining a healthy body. And although you may show up on the scale in pounds lost, what else are you sacrificing? Primarily what you're doing is you're limiting your quality of life potential for the rest of your life. Congratulations on losing the weight. But <clears throat> you see, the body does not even care about calories. It can't count calories. The only way it can measure calories in a laboratory. So as far as all it is is a measurement. It's the amount of heat it takes to raise a gram of water one degree Celsius. It's nothing more, nothing less. But the fallacy is because our food's so nutritionally bankrupt, when you did that, you were depriving your body even more of the very nutrients we need to maximize our quality of life potential. And I, please don't take this the wrong way. I tell people all the time, you don't even understand how bad you feel until you realize how good you could feel. And I work with world-class athletes, marathoners, ultra-marathoners, triathletes, professional athletes, and they're completely blown away when at least I make them aware of the protocols. I didn't discover them, but I, I mean, I discovered them in the sense that they call me the researcher of researchers, and it's all based on other people's research. But it's it just, you, you know, look, you've got 80% of America overweight. You've got 2.2 billion people worldwide now overweight. How's that working? How, I mean, it's a catastrophe. I heard on your website as I was going through some of the videos, we have more people that will die in result of being overweight than people who are uh, dying from starvation. So, I mean, that's, it's amazing. That's correct. A big study out of England from the Lancet, one of the most respected medical journals in the world. That was actually a year ago. And see, the problem just keeps getting worse. And it's kind of like, you know, the definition of insanity. Do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Or the people, unfortunately, on the Titanic that stood on deck, you know, because they told them it wouldn't sink. Well, how the hell did that turn up? Pardon mm -hmm. my French. But the point is that we, I believe that if we continue down this path, there's so few people like you that even will lose the 40 pounds. Although, you know, with all due respect, really, you didn't do it the way that I would recommend that you do it. And what I teach people, I don't, it's not a diet. It mm -hmm. has nothing to do with dieting. 
So in your on your website, it says right at the top, it says Peter Greenlaw, the new health conversation. So as I think of what was the old health conversation, lower your intake of sugar mm-hmm. and fat, pay attention to what you're eating, decrease your portions, increase your activity level and your sedentary lifestyle, which is what I tried to do. But at the same time, you bring up TDOS, which is toxic, toxicity, deficiency, overweight and stress. That's the new conversation. So why don't we go through that? What sure. is toxicity? What you're saying to us is we aren't really getting healthier. We think we're getting healthier as a nation, but we're really not, are we? No, because here's what we now know based on the science. And when I started 14 years ago, there'd, been, there'd never even been a study done on whether toxins in water, air, food, carpet, shampoos, toothpaste, etc., were in our bodies. It wasn't until Mount Sinai did the first study in 2004 when they proved that we're all accumulating these, these uh, chemicals. And, and see, the only defense the body has is to take the chemical and stuff it in a fat cell. Mm. And although you may show on the outside that you lost weight, you know, et cetera, but if we took an MRI of you inside, you'd see in all your fat cells these embedded chemicals. And the American Society of Endocrinologists has now recognized this and named them. They call these chemicals obesogens. These are, this is their information, not mine. They say that as these enter the body, they're altering our hormones as a survival mechanism to gain weight. So although you may, and there's so many people that look thin on the outside that inside from a fat percentage are actually obese. I know that sounds crazy, but that's what's going on. Now, toxicity is driven by the D deficiency. Let me give you three quick examples. I'm sure you would agree. We talked, you know, theoretically, an orange is a very healthy thing. Well, if we go back 30 years ago and take one orange today to equal the nutritional density of one orange from 30 years ago, today you have to eat about eight. How about an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Really? No. As a matter of fact, they estimate that a 1976 apple 40 years ago today, you'd have to eat between eight and 12 apples to equal the nutrition of one apple. But this is the more shocking one. Let's do spinach. UCLA did a study. It's in my book, actually, the study. And they took a bowl of spinach, estimated the nutritional uh, components in 1953 compared to 2010. They estimate that a bowl of spinach has decreased in nutritional value by 4,300%. Wow. In layman's terms, you'd have to eat around 30 to 40 bowls of spinach today to equal one bowl of spinach in 1953. So when you went on your diet and you lowered your calories, it's just illogical. You just absolutely trashed the, the very little nutrition that's actually in our, in our uh, uh, bodies. Now, why would deficiency be a contributing factor to toxicity? Very simple, because the body has a natural detoxification method in it, but it requires massive amounts of nutrition in very few calories. The antithesis, the opposite of what's going on. We're consuming massive amounts of, nutri- of calories trying to get nutrition. And then the, the third part about that is that because the body's accumulating these, this fat, we then become overweight. Mm-hmm. And now you've got toxicity, deficiency, overweight, leading to what? Stress. And there's enough stress in our world, the government, our spouses, the weather, whatever the heck it is. But we now know that long-term chronic stress, what happens are three very distinct things. First of all, it, when you have chronic stress, it begins to shut your immune system down. Secondly, it decreases bone density. Third, it shrinks your brain. But fourth, your body simply cannot burn fat when you're in a basically a, in a nutritional deficiency. So your stress level goes up. And when your stress level goes up, your insulin goes up. And what does insulin tell the body to do? Store fat. Mm-hmm. So now you're in a position where you're storing fat and yet your body can't burn fat. Plus the fact that you lowered your calories and now you put your body in another. St- See, you just, in scientific discovery, it's simple. Unless you understand the magnitude of a problem, in this case, TDOS, toxicity, deficiency, overweight, and stress, there's no way you can come up with a solution. Now, the U.S. Patent Office gave me a trademark on this new discovery. This is a big deal. You know, I've written four books. Copyrights are great, but trademarks are very difficult. I got a trademark on the new health conversation, and now I have a trademark on TDOS. And see, people are completely unaware. Do you know that we have people, and weight loss should not be the goal. I tell people all the time, don't, even, don't do this for weight loss. You want to detox your body. Why wouldn't you? You as an adult, according to the new studies, you have between 1,200 and 2,000 toxic chemicals stored in your adipose fat tissue, which is the outer layer, but the more deadly one is your internal fat called visceral fat. 
and in men particularly, that's a major contributing factor to um, cardiovascular disease. And you see so many men today that, you know, they look like they've swallowed a pumpkin or a watermelon. Well, it's their body trying to protect themselves by storing these chemicals in fat cells. There's no diet or exercise program that takes care of that. You have to be in a position to allow your body to naturally detox itself. I know it's a lot of information in a short period of time, but the people out there listening to me right now that are going on diets, that are going to the gym faithfully every day like you did, and congratulations again. However, you definitely potentially did damage to your body in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have your clothes fit better, but what did you do to your internal organs? Robbing them of the very nutrients they need to detoxify themselves. That's the big fallacy. You're listening to Peter Greenlaw at petergreenlaw.com, the new health conversation. And he has a book called TDOS and discussing what we're talking about today. The fact of the matter is, is the food that we're taking in today is not the same food that we took in 20, 30 years ago. There's a change in that food. And that food, according to Peter here, is actually changing our bodies. And it's fighting against us when we're trying to lose weight. It is making us overweight. And it is making us in this situation where we have stress and is fighting against us. I, I, as I went through your website, this business of bliss, where you talked about that the companies, when it comes to cereal, have found the exact combination of salt and sugar and fat to literally give us a high, give us yep. that, that, that burst of energy that we need to make us feel good, but at the same time, never fill us up. Absolutely correct. And the great book called Soul, Sugar, and Fat by Michael Moss, a Pulitzer Prize-winning New York Times guy, wrote the book and spent a year in the food industry. And they admitted that they had spent nearly a billion dollars determining this exact balance of sugar, fat, to pique our interest, but never fill us up. Mm. I don't know if you ever had the experience. I used to love Raisin Bran, okay? Loved it. Tastes great. I'd have a bowl, and about 30 minutes later, I'd say, man, that tastes good. I want another one. (laughs) Well, I didn't realize that it was tricking my brain. Do you know? that in the brain, that sugar does exactly the same thing as cocaine. And as a matter of fact, the model they used to determine this were cocaine addicts. And they were able to do brain scans and see their brains light up depending on these combinations of salt, sugar, and fat. I tell people all the time, it makes people mad. If you eat cereal in the morning, basically you're eating dead flakes in a cardboard coffin and you'd be better off eating the box. (laughs) At least you get some fiber. (laughs) You're listening to Peter Greenlaw, our guest today on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall, talking about toxicity, deficiency, overweight, and stress. Well, I think we've painted the problem very, very well. Then what, of course, is the solution. We'll take a break. We'll come right back with Peter Greenlaw coming up next on the Wealth and Health Show. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is traveling today, so we're interviewing Peter Greenlaw, the new health conversation. And you can find him online at petergreenlaw.com. We're also going to give you another website here, peter at gocleanse.com. This is an email that you can get right to Peter and find out more about his books, his speaking engagements, and how he may be able to help. So we've kind of painted the, the problem that we have here. Our food isn't what it used to be. It's not giving us what we need. And it's causing us actually to be overweight because we want to take more in to get the nutrients that we need. It's all building up stress. And everybody says, the answer is kale. Is the answer kale, Peter? 
No, okay. not even close. <laughs> not, not, not even remotely close. Well, let me give you some examples, okay? Now, as I said, this is not a weight loss program. So I work with, I'll work with athletes, and they'll see, in one case, a very, very famous um, trainer. He, he actually trains Beyonce, Mary Jane Blige. He's out of New York. Met him two years ago. Very skeptical. Incredible shape. 12% body fat. Not overweight. Only eats organic. Flies, you know, uh, drinks water, you know, et cetera. I mean, he runs every day. Well, anyway, he went on the protocol, and he went from 12% body fat to 5% body fat in a little under three weeks and gained five pounds of muscle. Unreal. Yeah. Now, other people, and I tell them all the time, just give us four days, okay? Because what normally happens in people, in many, many people, they'll lose as much weight in four days as they will in eight weeks of diet and exercise. And it's not a diet. And you're right. If you lost that kind of weight that fast on a diet, it would be, and I'm totally in agreement with the doctors that say don't lose more than a pound a week. And look at the diet commercials. That's what they say. Average, you know, averages a pound a week, you know, et cetera. Well, I laugh at that because the point is that they're reducing the caloric intake. They're shrinking. See, what happens, it's like you have a balloon in your body and you let the air out of it. The reason people yo-yo, the minute they're eating, the balloon blows up again. Mm -hmm. But in this case, with scientific studying, with water immersions and what are called calipers, we, can, we see the body fat percentage go down dramatically. I mean dramatically. So that you don't have to worry about the balloon because it's gone. That's why people potentially lose so much weight so fast. I worked with one guy in Denver, five foot eight. He started at 600 pounds, okay? In 22 months, what would you think would be crazy amount of weight to be able to lose? 300. I weighed 600. 300 pounds? Yeah. You lost 400 pounds, no loose skin, no surgery of any kind. Wow. I have another lady who was turned down on the biggest loser. She had 26 before pictures. 26, meaning she tried 26 programs, okay? Mm. She went, in the before and after picture, people accuse me that I, it's a different woman. But basically, in six months, she lost more than 100 pounds. And literally, when you see the transformation in her body, you think that she had to have surgery to have it happen. But you have to understand the body's utilizing its own, these fat cells that, in which the chemicals are stored, it's burning them. They're gone. They're completely out of your body. And so the solution becomes, and here's, here's the thing. All you have to do to detox, just don't eat for four hours. Drink water and lemon. You will absolutely start detoxing. Natural mechanism in our body. But here's the problem. Six, seven, eight, nine hours in, your body, you'll start to get aches and pains. You'll think you have the flu. So what you have to do, and this is, and in my books, I write about these new nutritional scientists that have put together essentially extremely low calories, but massive amounts of nutrition so that they assist the body. They trigger the mechanism, and then the mechanism continues, unlike a diet where you go into starvation mode, by flooding the body with nutrition, not calories. So you're creating the same principle, but what makes it so revolutionary is the fact that these very specific nutrients... Uh, trigger what are uh, called in the body toxin hunters. And basically what they're capable of doing is going out, they identify a toxin, they pull it apart, they make it water-soluble, now the kidney and the liver can process it. And that's what's going on. That's why people are losing uh, weight loss. It's insane, insane. But you see, it's just the body naturally doing it. There's no product or protocol that's doing it. It's simply this approach of very low caloric intake with extremely high nutrition with what's called intermittent fasting. As a matter of fact, right now on Google, it's the second most researched thing, intermittent fasting. But again, the fallacy there is that you can intermittent fast with water and lemon, but again, you're putting your body in starvation mode. And in my books, I give people the recipes. I said, if you're going to go out, this is what you want to look for. These, these are the elements that you would want to make sure are in, and they're out there. There's, there's people now recognizing that this is possible to have very low calories, but very high nutrition. And see, that's the only thing the body's ever cared about. It doesn't care about calories. You can't count them. It knows when it's satisfied based on nutrition. I'll give you one other startling statistic, okay? I have a lot of people who go to my lectures and they say, oh, I eat organic. Great, except 200 studies have proven pretty much that organic nutritionally is really no different than regular food. So that's a huge fallacy. This whole concept of I'm going to eat myself into wellness, good luck. When, well, can you eat 40 bowls of spinach? Can you eat 12 apples? Can you eat eight oranges? I mean, you need, really need to go to the supermarket with a pickup truck. <laughs> well, Peter, let me ask you this. Is if the food that we eat is not giving us what we need, what is wrong with having vitamins to supplement what is supposed to give us what we need? 
nothing, but they have to be, they're really not vitamins. And here's another big misconception. Two of the things that were the most deficient in our soil that we've destroyed, one are the minerals. And I'm not just talking about iron and calcium, magnesium. There's about 70, 70 that we need, okay? Do you know if you take a vitamin like vitamin C and you don't take minerals, you're paying for expensive urine, pardon my French? <laughs> the body can't even, vitamin, no, vitamins are completely useless to your body without minerals. Now, in the best organic food, they estimate that you're going to get between 12 and 15 of the 70 minerals that you need. So even eating healthy, you're getting 20% of what's possible. So you need, you need to make sure that you have a supplement that has, all, for example, all 70 of the minerals. Then the other problem that we have that's huge are we lack amino acids. As a matter of fact, all of us suffer from a disease called sarcopenia starting at age 25, which is the gradual loss of muscle mass 1% a year. Go to a nursing home and look at people in their 80s. Their skin is hanging off their bones They have because no, they have no muscle mass left because of protein. And so they find the right kinds of proteins is critical basically to our survival. There are even studies now that say that maybe one of the contributing factors to dementia is loss of muscle mass because it's a huge component in our immune system and many other functions. See, it's all making sense. We have huge quantities of food but no nutrition. All these diet plans, are, they make me, I watch them on TV, I want to throw my shoe at the screen because they're leading these people to slaughter. Do you know, for example, have you ever seen that show on TV, um, My 600-Pound Life sure. on the Learning Channel? Yeah. Okay. Watch the header in the beginning. Only 3% of those people ever have success mm-hmm. because basically what they're doing is putting them on a low-calorie diet. And what they determine, they can only eat a little bit at a time, guess what they start to eat? Ice cream. So many times I see these people that have come after the fact because that wasn't the solution. The solution, you know, and they're bragging on that show. I saw last week a woman weighed 632 pounds and the doctor wanted to lose 30 pounds in a month. In a month? My God, it would take her 10 years to lose the weight. I mean, this is the problem. It's like we get, it's all upside down. And it, not just in weight loss, but you look at medicine today, which we have the best in the world, and all my books are written with medical doctors, so I don't want to make anybody mad, but here's the reality. We're spending 95% of our dollars on procedures, which are the best in the world. So we're on defense. Wouldn't it be better, instead of promoting the fact that we have a drug for type 2 diabetes, and by the way, watch those commercials. Every person in those commercials advertising those drugs is fat, is overweight. But if they lost weight, according to the endocrinologist, they wouldn't need the meds. So we're in a society where we keep, you know, these diets and all these things. It's like we keep putting, we're bleeding to death and we just keep changing the bandage. Maybe it's time to sew up the wound and get to the cause. Because we're overweight. Yeah, it's because of fast food. But it's also, we know that these chemicals are being stored in our bodies, period, end of the story. And unless you activate the detox mechanism, let me know how that one turns out. And settle for losing a pound a week. You're listening to Peter Greenlaw today on the Wealth and Health Show. We want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with Peter. There's a couple of different things that you can do. On his website, which is petergreenlaw.com, you can find, you can click through all the uh, the headers up at the top and find his books, Why Diets Are Failing Us, TDOS, Syndrome and Solutions. We talked about it today, Toxicity, Deficiency, Overweight, and Stress. The food that we eat today is not giving us what we need. What is the solution? And Peter can certainly sit down with you and talk about solutions for you. You can email him at peter at gocleanse.com. You'll find a lot more at the website. Peter, it's been fascinating. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Well, Randy, thanks again for stepping in and doing that interview with Peter. And as you're listening to this, we want to thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you've subscribed to the show. If you're listening via radio, go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Go to the radio and media tab and then click uh, whether you have an iPhone or Samsung or whatever, you'll find ways there where you can subscribe to the show. If you got questions about that, just send us an email or call 888-511-9255. We'll help you with that process. But listen, in this next week, here is to living on purpose so you can live with purpose and add significant value way beyond your years. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com.
The information covered today is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice. It cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. You are encouraged to consult your tax attorney or advisor. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Riders may be available at an additional cost. Products and features may vary from state to state. For full details on how life insurance works, including fees, expenses, and costs, contact our office at 888-511-WALL.